1: Questlove Love Supreme is a production of iHeartRadio.
2: Yeah. We're yeah.
3: writing our roll call theme right now. Oh. Oh man, I think at one point in 2020, I just went through a bunch of episodes and only listened to roll calls. I was <laughs> 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 like, Let's, Let me see how he did. Right. Okay, let me see. <laughs> They're good. Bring their, you know, bring everybody together at the at the beginning. Not yet. Not yet yet. Not yet, yet, yet. Okay. Now
1: yet. Supremo, su sup Supremo roll call. Supremo, su sup Supremo roll call. Supremo
4: the fuck? Supremo roll call. Supremo, yes. no, let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go. Is Steamboat Willie on the show with us? Come right. 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 on, oh, Roll
1: call. Hannibal B. Yeah. What's Love Supreme? Yeah. With a nice Keannie? Yeah. And Fala Beans? Roll call. What's up, Supreme? Roll What's up, Suprema Roll
4: call. My
2: name is Fonte. Yeah. And I'm feeling free. Yeah. Rap for 14 minutes. Yeah. Kept about three. Roll call. Supreme? Supreme?
1: Supreme? Sugar. Yeah. And on we go. Yeah. I'm from New York. Yeah. Where they film the Cosby Show. Roll call. Suprema.
4: Suprema. Roll call. Suprema. Oh, Suprema, oh, Suprema, oh, Suprema oh. Roll call. I'm on paid bill. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's clear.
1: Yeah. i am to ditch this life. Yeah. For a rap career. <laughs> roll call.
4: <Yeah>. Suprema. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's Hannibal Burrs.
4: Yeah,
0: right in the front of him. Yeah, got me stressed. Roll call, got, a really got me nervous. Suprema
3: Suprema, Suprema roll call. My name is Hannibal. Yeah, yeah. don't call me Lecter. Yeah. yeah, when I make music. Yeah, you call me Escher. Roll call, Suprema, Suprema. Suprema roll call, Suprema,
1: <laughs> sup, su- <laughs> Yeah. yeah! To a harmonica solo! Roll call! Oh, my God. Yo.
4: That's a first. Already out gate? That's a first.
1: Between Q-tips, ad-libs. Oh, uh, uh, yes. Charlie Wilson, this this might have, have, have Top just. Off. Nah, nah.
2: Straight up. Just happened
1: it. to be in his pocket. <laughs> you don't travel with oh, her, Oh Fuck <laughs> God! Thank oh. you. Shit. This is another episode. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck just happened? Yeah, right. <laughs> yo, it was another episode of Quest Love Supreme, Team Supreme. Hello. Hello, We, what are, up, we, up, what are, what we are in Los Angeles. Uh, woo. Having, uh, uh, that's not, when I say Los Angeles, it's.
4: Oh, woohoo! You! Woo!
0: Yeah!
1: <laughs> no, that's the end of Living Single. Oh. Uh.
0: Oh, you're talking about the production? You are such a deep dive. Yo. Anyway. <laughs> like.
1: I, I, I missed that
0: he's one. talking about after the dun, 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 dun,
1: Yeah, and the production. Come on. Yes. Anyway, I, 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 will, I will implement uh, I the sound effects, anymore. claps, or whatever. Anyway, uh, Supremers, uh, how, how's life going out here? Good, man.
2: <laughs> We've been,
1: we been trying to make this one happen for a long time. Oh, yeah. Like, We've been, yeah. we been trying to put this never one on. like has been a minute. Wait a minute. Yes. This is his first episode. In my yes. mind, Hannibal
3: was like a repeat. No.
1: Have heard. we had That's him
0: a, on the books before? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah.
3: I just never wanted to do the, the Zoom one. Yeah. And yes, and
0: Good then we call. were supposed to nice. do yeah. like gig. Roots uh, picnic and stuff, but this is, <laughs> it happens when it's supposed to nice. happen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. Well,
1: you know, it's kind of weird because I really, unlike our other guests, I truly, truly, truly know our guest today. Of course, I guess I first met you walking in the hallways at 30, Rock. Right? Yeah. And uh, I believe I saw
3: your first ever late night stand up. You talking about the when the, you when did, I did Fallon? Yes, I had done a couple before then, but that was the one of the most impactful ones because it led to me getting Saturday Night Live from there.
1: Yeah, I was going to say that was you know I know many of Stars Born moments when it comes to the music acts on the show that were like you know Ariana Grande's first time or whatever like people that are going to be like impactful, but I definitely remember in the comedy world if if you make Higgins excited. Which Higgins runs SNL, yeah. like that's the first time I heard him like give feedback on a comedian. So I was like, "Oh wow, that's important." But you know, I will say that that's how I first met you. But of course, you're listening out there. Uh, you're familiar with our guest, of course, as be it on the Eric Andre show, or or in Broad City, or any of the Spider Man franchise movies. Tag, yes, tag. <laughs> oh, that's my <laughs> tag. Yo, I love. <laughs> It, it is it is unhealthy the amount of times i've committed to watching tag like <laughs> if it's on you watch it anyway yeah that's for some reason i, I want to ask you about that cuz my fear is running or well, especially where i'm at i, <laughs> <You're laughs> <in? So, laughs> I want to know what the audition was like but not to mention you know of all the pivots that we talk about on the show he's had the most interesting pivot as nmc Lord knows, I, I did not see that coming in the beginning. At first, I thought you were trying to troll us, but then I realized like, you are dead serious about this new craft of emceeing, which yeah. I wasn't familiar with before, and we're going to get into that. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Hannibal Burris to yes, Quest Love Finally, hey, Thank you, man.
3: Thanks, man.
1: Rapping, rap, rap, rapping, rap, 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 rapping because I'm rapping. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love
3: it. Man, excited to be here with y'all, man.
1: Yeah, I was about to say, this is, this is a new... Glowing Hannibal that I see. And I want to figure out the secrets. Like, I guess I want to start even before your life. I want to know, what did you do in the pandemic that made you almost this new, enlightened Hannibal
3: 2.0? It was just, I think it was what I wasn't able to do. Okay. Because stuff being shut down. So stand-up was shut down outside of the terrible drive-in tour that I did. (laughs) And so acting was was weird during the time when projects did start up. You had to get COVID tested in mm-hmm. multiple times. Oh, you, yeah, we're about to film, but you staying in this hotel and 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 all of this. And, and so I had to decide: Do I want to do that to go, not be myself? Do I? And so a lot of times the answer was no. But the studio process and that energy, you could still get that no matter what was going on. So I just kind of was enjoyed recording a lot and, and had a lot of fun just being in the in the studio.
2: Like he, It would be like three in the morning. He'd be like, hey man,
1: I did this. Check this out. <laughs> yeah. just a <laughs> But that, that's what I want to know. Yeah. Like, were you, am, was I late to the train? Like, were people aware of this other talent of yours or was it just like something in the pandemic where you're just like, all right, I rhymed a little bit, but let me yeah. really.
3: Yeah, it was just where I was able to do it and, and focus on it. And having a lot of having a lot of fun, and then also just send it to people because people were bored and available. So I, was, I remember when I did and when I recorded the first version of, of "Kept About Three, it was really fourteen minutes 14 long, minutes. and I was I was so hyped about a couple moments of it, and I sent it to so many people, which I wouldn't do now. I wouldn't send a rough like that, but at the moment, I was just really really proud of it, and um... it was the end of the world. <laughs> and we were in the space to uh, receive
1: yeah. those things.
3: And so uh, I've been dabbling. I started out actually I did music before I ever did any stand up comedy. Okay. I recorded some songs with my homie Dave. Uh Video Dave? No, no, oh, my homie Dave okay. that I grew up on my on my block in Chicago. We recorded some some songs probably in 2001 or so. I started comedy in, in 2002 and then I was always adjacent to to music. I even battle rapped in college just to get stage time because battle rap is about getting reaction from the from the crowd and everything and uh yeah it was doing you know hosting hip-hop events and you know a lot of my early stuff references uh references music so it was I was always around it but just you know started doing stand up less friction in stand up at that because you just show up and do stand up too you know what I mean you ain't gotta go to the studio and all this you, just, you go to you open mic you sign up boom you're doing stand up what's okay. more challenging for you stand up is more is more challenging yeah stand up is is a little more is more challenging, but easier to to execute because you just show but so yeah stand up as a performance is, is more more challenging, and then creative music is 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 really fun because you don't have to do it in front of the crowd there you can kinda create to your taste and and tweak and 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 make it in this bubble, but then performance stand up is tougher. Performing music with the band, I really enjoy because you can kind of take breaks and and be a fan of music while you while you perform in music. So I, you know what I mean. You let the solo go off and you can just kind of vibe and like. Mm-hmm. And it'd be sometimes when I'm up there with the band and I'm like, you hear something like, damn, what what? <laughs> like, damn, that's who rocking with me right now. Right. Like, what did what did he just do? Like, whoa. Right. And so those moments is really cool because you don't have to be on every every single second, and uh just you know figuring it out man, and figuring out the just getting the show better, I think you can make jumps in the in the music performance as far as making your show better you can you can make big jumps in short short amount of time okay uh, I feel like as a comedian you yeah. you can make jump, but they take a while, but as far as music, you can kinda you can do your show and then you go watch a few folks that's really doing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, okay, we need to rehearse more. We need to get our visuals right. We need to bring our own sound guy. We need to bring our own monitor guy. We need to get the visuals on point. We need to all wear the same shit. We need to do the da. I need to work with a movement coach. I need to motherfucking well, running. you're yeah. more advanced than me because
1: <laughs> I'll be honest with you. After enrolling in Camp Cool J for seven weeks, yeah, I've realized that we have yet to even scratch the surface of what our potential is. Because right. L.L. is just such a forceful being on stage. Yeah, that It was almost like the equivalent of someone waking us up from a coma. Where yeah. I realized like, yo, I've, I've never like, you know, you see rock drummers doing like Smells Like Teen Spirit, yeah, like yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah. Like I've never done that in my, fi- like I craft, Roots music, so I could just chill, (laughs) eat a peanut butter sandwich, and all that. And suddenly, like, I became like this drummer. Yeah. And I didn't realize, like, how much
0: he's hella present.
1: He attacks the stage. And it's weird, like, you know, maybe the first week and a half, like, we got jokes and that stuff. Mm -hmm. But then it becomes like osmosis, where suddenly, like, what we were once mocking. Now right, we're right, doing, right. and so yeah. I mean, the fact that you have the, uh, the wherewithal. Because for me, it was just like, getting through a show without getting booed, was my goal. Which is why, like every root show, that like we've never. End, I, I don't have an ending for any root song whatsoever. <laughs> Like, literally, I attach songs yeah. in, just because I never wanted to end the song, and, and hear and like, like, Everybody just, yeah, right. right, right, right. my yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, the the fact that you at least are watching the the playback, or not watching the playback, like, looking at the highlight reel to see how it can prove. Like, that's how the gr- Prince recorded every show, yeah. and then we'll make the revolution sit in his room, watch the show that night, like that three-hour show they just did and be like, all right, see here, you, you know, almost fell off stage. Of, that's 50 bucks, and, you know. So I, I think that's awesome, man. And
0: you just started combining the two, right? Because you weren't always doing them together. Yeah, I, saw I just that. started. I'm a subscriber on your page. Uh, so I thought you asking us.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: last year I was in my stubborn music mode where I was, I'm only doing music. And I'm only doing, people were coming to me for with comedy gigs. I'm like, pa! And I had to fund. Yeah, now it's just like, okay, I gotta be more practical about this, and (laughs) and, and, you know, I can't, I can't just quit like that. And 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 it's been fun to just really give that full show like that, where I'm doing the comedy set, and then um, doing the doing the music after. How how do
1: you sort of present that to promoters that want Hannibal to come to
3: this particular venue, right? And then you're like, ah, ah, ah. Yeah, (laughs) I think it's just if. I'm doing, I'm giving them what they know. That's the thing is that they, Hannibal sells tickets and I'm I'm also doing this. So it's not, people still getting the hour, 15, hour 30 of stand up um, and then I'm doing an hour of music afterwards. So it's a full, it's a full show. It's the first time where I'm after, I'm really, just really tired. Like, man, I really did it. Before and doing stand up, I wouldn't be. Maybe if you did two or three, I would be like,
0: "Oh man!" But
3: now it's. I really feel feel spent after the show. So it's been um, it's been dope,
0: man. It's not a lot of people. I, I was trying to think outside of you, but in my lifetime, I'm like you, Jamie Foxx. I remember when Jamie Foxx did a whole tour like this. Mm-hmm. But- Edward
1: Reagan Murphy, the last really? oh, one of his last. Cause I don't know if you guys remember. Um, there was when that. What's up with you? Album Jackson, The Motown uh, Record yeah. Loves, loves Alright all right. Record. Right. He did some spot dates like at stadiums, like his very last run of doing like stand-up comedy. But yeah, he would open his own shows and like Larry's. That's well, getting serious? Yeah. Like, even to this day. Like, I've gotten calls to like, you know, come drum on this thing. Like, he'll employ the best musicians. To come... I mean, he did that song with Snoop Lion. That was all and, right.
0: and that was all right. That was Snoop all John. right. That it, was really kind of yeah. surprisingly
1: Right. Suspisingly.
0: Suspisingly.
1: Yes. I No, it's, it goes right there in the blotitious... Uh, I was about there. to say. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, Eddie would do a half hour with Larry Graham as his band
3: leader, and
1: then he would do some stand-up.
3: Gambino, so. uh... His uh, his 2011 oh, yeah. tour, the I Am Donald. He he opened with stand up and then and did music. Okay. Believe it or not, like
1: I'm I, I'm actually glad you're doing this because the thing was when uh, Dante. Yasin, thank you. Woo! I was I was about to say yeah, but I, I didn't I, even know you was wrong <laughs> for it. was a like minute. a Y word. Like uh, wait wait wait, wait Youssef. <laughs> uh, when y'all seen first uh, came on the scene Asmos deaf, mm-hmm. that was the first time that I saw an MC really have communication skills to that of a stand-up comedian. Like, he was literally, like, working this crowd. I mean, he was doing crowd work. Mm -hmm. And, like, to watch him in from 96 to about 98 was, like, just a thing to behold. And then he kind of morphed and sort of lost the... You know, and I don't know, it's the thing that rappers go through where it's like I gotta lose this happy go lucky perception of me, and then I gotta be serious. All serious and then, then I'm angry, and then I'm hardcore, and then I'll change my name, or whatever. So, I mean, it <laughs> happens. But even with Tariq, like fun. Tariq got really made a mark in at Performing Arts for his ability to play the dozens and freestyle. Right. So You know, as long as there's somebody's shoes to talk about or a hole in their, you know, jeans or whatever, that enabled me to be cool because I was this guy.
4: Yeah. (laughs) While he would
1: just freestyle and talk about people's, like, you know, so I think that actually those two things go hand in hand with each other. Are you from Chicago? Yeah. Okay, can you explain something to me? Sure. Why is Chicago the epicenter of American comedy? Hmm. For such a Hmm. place that is also perceived as (laughs) one of the most dangerous cities (laughs) in America. Right. right. Which I don't even know if that's true or not
3: either. Segregated as fuck. (laughs) Why is Chicago? It's, I don't know, man. The city itself is a the organization of the city of Chicago. In my experience, it's just a a petty place that's always taken from you. So it gives you an edge early on. Taken from (laughs) you in what way? Like how so? It's just, you know, through ticketing, through all these different taxes. And I'm still scarred because they took my car because I had parking tickets and then they booted it and then they just took it. And then it was just... And then I still owed the parking tickets, but they had sold the car. But it's just the car <laughs> gone.
4: So
3: they, had, they sold the car? They they disappeared my car, man. And so... Wow.
4: <laughs> and, you still, and you still had to pay your tickets. And I still had
3: to pay it to get my license. right. So it's just, Woo. you know, that is... Every, a lot of aspects that of Chicago. I every that ha- city,
0: Animal. <laughs> That's crazy. Is that every city? It might be. I think, I think so. so. It happened to me. I okay. Don't know. Oh, we're <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you just like build up a lot of tickets, you yeah. know. Yeah, but That's I feel like Chicago. you just gonna, how you That's gonna, everywhere. it's the logic
3: on it. Like, you know, I use that to go get the money. Right, right, right. <laughs> <Tom> <laughs> <goes the page. laughs> so now you're making it real tough for everybody. Now I gotta have a hope. Now I gotta go. I gotta I get, get SNL gotta get four ideas. years later Can just to ready, fix right. all this. <laughs> that
1: all right. Damn. First of all, where did you grow up in Chicago?
3: The west side of uh, Chicago, North Austin. Finally. finally, not the south side. A, a lot of south side. Yeah. Okay, North so
1: I, I feel like Chicagoans, some of these uh, Chicago luminaries that have been on the show might be slightly exaggerated. I'm not looking at you, Sally Richardson. Okay. I definitely believe yeah. you from the South Side of Chicago was adamant You, <laughs> you showed right. me after you showed me that nah, shit you cleared that up. Yeah. Right. However, <laughs> similar to Detroit, like sometimes, you know, every Detroiter claims the east side. And then a friend of mine was like, everyone's going to claim the east side because that's where like the realness is from, but no one wants to admit that they're from the the west side of the you know, where Barry Gordy lives, like the nice part of Detroit. Is Chicago like is the South Side supposedly like across the tracks where
3: you're not supposed to go? Or South Side is a is a big place. Okay. So there's there's hood neighborhoods in on the South Side, and then there's also Bronzeville and and Hyde Park, which is where Obama's house is. That's kind of the 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 Harlem of of Chicago, where. You know, you got nice houses and stuff. So the South Side is just, is uh is a pretty much a city in itself with other areas and you got a white neighborhoods on the South Side. You got Latino neighborhoods. You got, you know, um. so it has, yeah, it's, it's some tough spots on the South Side and there's some, some nice ones too, but they kind of, bore, you know, and that can change. In two blocks. You're like, whoa, it's nice over here. Whoa, okay, I'm not safe. <laughs> <laughs> City well, in the
1: beginning, yeah. like, I, uh, well, you know, uh, Big George, right? Uh, George. I the,
0: the, own the record? The, owns the record? George's, George's
2: music. George's music room. Yeah,
1: right.
0: Yeah.
2: George, yeah. Daniels? George Daniels. George
1: Daniels. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we well, hey, Big George. Yeah, yeah. George Daniels. Like, when, in the beginning, when you would have to, like, do in store appearances and whatnot, and he would take us around to these various record spots. Like literally, he'll be like, "Oh yeah, there's uh Oprah's condos over there," and then literally we'll be like Cabrini Green, like in mere seconds. Like yeah. the projects and the
3: condominiums uh, are,
1: were in proximity. Yeah, three
3: ninety six. Yeah, Cabrini Green was really close. Is really close. Was really close to downtown. In a few minutes. Okay. Super close. Yeah. So we're like, what is the West Side like for you? My area on the West Side is my North Avenue in Austin. So. It borders Oak Park, which is a, a suburb, but it's a a suburb that's, there's suburbs, there's outer suburbs where you got to get on the highway and, and drive 20, 30 minutes, and then there's suburbs where it's just like, this side of the street is Chicago, this side of the street is Oak Park. So my area had Chicago influence, but it also had part suburban field because it was adjacent to that. So that's where I was at, so North, North Avenue in Austin. Y'all were
0: like middle-class family.
3: Yeah, but it still had its, it had, still had bullshit going on yeah. occasionally. Of but course. it wasn't like you didn't feel like unsafe all the time. It's yeah. just like, watch yourself. Did what you, did your <laughs> folks do? That's what good. did your people do?
4: Yeah. My,
3: my dad worked at the railroad, at Union Pacific Railroad. And then my mom worked at uh, mental hospital for a while and then worked at my old school, St. Paul Lutheran School, as a, as a teacher's assistant. Oh, God. So you had to go to school while your mom was there? She wasn't. She worked there after I left, actually. After oh, I left sure. that school. Because that's, that's too much pressure. Yeah, it would have been,
1: nah. <laughs> way too much pressure. Uh, d- d- during that time period, like, were you, Chicago has so many luminaries from, like, past, present, and future. Like, were you in proximity of anyone that was Chicago-based? And Just socially. Out? like Socially? Hey, in my high school, there's common, or, you know.
3: no. In my oh, high yeah, school? Right. Yeah. Uh, no. Well, fifth or sixth grade, we played against, we played basketball against this kid. It was a kid, Amari Sawyer, that ended up going to DePaul, and he oh, he cooked us, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He cooked the hell out of us, man. You know, because it's the 56th grade basketball, there's no. There's no scouting report. You just find out on the court, right? <laughs> right. Exactly. In real time. There's right. no like, yeah, we gotta watch. It. Make sure you just get out there and you said like, what was that? <laughs> and, and he starts cheering for his side. Right? What the? What was that? And it was a play. <laughs> right. It right. was a play where <laughs> the ball was going out of bounds off of him. He saved the ball, jumped midair, threw it off of me, out of bounds.
4: Oh. <laughs>
3: And but that was not a fifth and sixth grade play. I were just confused. I'm like, ref give you him a tech. Amazed. Give him a tech right now. Get him out of here. He's a grown man. Let us kids enjoy ourselves. Yeah. Get him up out of here. A grown man. <laughs>
1: the Dominican birth certificate. So that was an early
3: encounter <laughs> with greatness <laughs> in fifth and sixth grade where he's seeing somebody really different from us.
1: So in general, did you what were your aspirations as a kid? Like it's it's hard to figure out where comedy enters yeah. someone's life if you had another talent or if you had another dream
3: for being an electrician or yeah you know. I didn't have any specific goals man I, I I was a smart kid you know tested well and so I think even going into college uh, I played you know I played football in high school I was okay I was on a debate team I enjoyed that I, I, are as, you the only child
1: or you have uh, siblings.
3: Not the only child, but I'm the youngest with a with a decent gap. So maybe, I think, yeah, next sibling is a, a, uh, 10 years older, I think. Is anyone uh, singing
1: The Temptations right now? No, no. Just was a Rolling Stones. Oh, shit. <sure>. Uh, no. <laughs> I was just thinking okay. you were spoiled. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you're the baby, and your siblings are decades older than you.
3: A decade, So it's yeah. kind of
1: like you were the only kid.
3: Yeah. and I mean, my I guess my sister kind of took on more of a, motherly role before she went to college and everything you know (laughs) like
4: don
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, anyway ptsd
3: PTSD.
0: (laughs)
1: exactly
3: (laughs) i love you
4: doing
3: (laughs) um getting a time machine yeah but going to college i think i just went just because that was what you was supposed to do it wasn't it wasn't with a real vision it was just kind of you're supposed to go to college and where did you go again southern illinois university
0: okay major
3: I changed. My first major was business, and then I failed finite math twice. And I said, "I guess business not for me. Well, at least <laughs> okay. their idea of business ain't for me." <laughs> then I changed to education for a little bit. Actually, timeout. I know many a business major, but literally
1: doesn't know what what that entails yeah. in college. Like, so what
3: classes are they? I didn't make it until where you took the actual classes. I was still in the. <laughs> You know, From in you the part yeah, of it, yeah, yeah, in the in the freshman level, so they had general the general, yeah, the general. <laughs> I didn't get like into biology that. biology if you're a doctor. Um, yeah. So it wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't there yet.
0: you didn't stay, but for how long? You
3: in college? Yeah. Oh no, I stayed there the amount of time, four years. But I you didn't, finished? I didn't. Well, I I decided I was finished. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you gave I them decide. four years of your money, and then. Uh yeah,
3: I mean it is. I mean it, you, you know was, state school, so it wasn't super. Oh, true. Yeah, you were smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I wasn't... started
0: out at state school, Amir. If you go to your state school, that's for instance. I went to Morgan State for two years. Yeah. My tuition was like fifteen hundred a semester. I I yeah. stupidly transferred to Atlanta. Really? Now a hundred thousand dollars on thirty thousand.
3: Yeah, that's
1: what.
0: You uh...
3: Still. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh yeah.
1: You're paying off now. Oh, a hundred
0: and
1: fifty five on thirty
0: thousand
2: yeah. student loans. Oh wow! Yeah, really. You ain't get the you ain't and get the see buy it. That works, All that
0: money and people be like, You got your degree? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I don't know where it is. But, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 Where did you graduate?
1: Like, I'm sorry, uh ninety <laughs> 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 nine uh, is
0: supposed to be ninety eight. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clark Atlanta University. I'm sorry. I is- I
1: know you went to college, but for some reason most black people I know go to college. Like they're just like, eh, then I dropped out my junior year or whatever. I didn't see that. Thin-ish.
0: We'll
2: finish. We're very right. proud of you. So well, did I'll, you I'll, I'll finish yeah. Yeah. I finished in 01. I came yeah. in 97. Damn, two 01.
1: degrees in here? Yeah. Well, I mean, three degrees. Well, ours are a given, right? Yeah. <laughs> <Ooh>. yeah. Wait. <laughs> wait, Steve, you finished? <laughs> that's just what happened. I, wait, wait, everyone in the squad, I'm, I'm the only one that's not educated. Yes, yeah, the richest. Yeah, we
2: didn't have yeah, a, a you're record our deal. Boss. Yeah. 16. Learn from this, <laughs> you <y'all. laughs> Yeah. 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 Uh, nah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Damn! Now I really, I feel horrible. <laughs> doing this.
0: No, you you should be proud. Uh,
1: like, no, you know. Unless you want to put something on this one fifty five. Uh, oh yeah, you can finish up.
0: 155. Damn! Shout out to Joe Biden. I'm waiting.
1: Well, there was a second when Swizz when Swizz went to Harvard. There was a brief moment where you could take like, Oh, Harvard, yeah, business thing, but that, nah, I, I couldn't do it. You could but I you I, I want to do it before I'm seventy. So.
2: No one's telling you to go to Harvard. <laughs> <laughs> Just right. finish up somewhere I else. Mean, you, yeah, I mean, yeah, you can you can go to DeVry. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? It's a lot of uh, yeah, the Phoenix, nigga. Yeah, yeah it's it's a lot of, <laughs> University of Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. you, you yeah. jumping yeah. way out. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. all right, we'll, pay, we'll do pay,
3: that. Take like hey, two yeah, weeks. gentlemen, pay somebody five hundred dollars to I film the time? classes.
4: You know what? You know what's up?
1: During during the Black Album period, there was a moment where I think I had him on the fence where I was like, yo. You know, it'd be dope because this is the point where I realized that Jay had put the Mitchell Ness out of business when he started like, "Hey, I'm wearing button I'm ups wearing button now." Ups, no yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: I didn't really realize.
1: Right. So when we were rehearsing, this is before that album came out, before that album came out, do, uh, do you know a boy who uh, was like the Big Rube? Yes. Thank God you're I got here because you. I, I literally and she went to college. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Big. All right, you get that one. Finally, we've been here for 2 days. I got my fucking theme song. Until <laughs> <laughs> it's long <laughs> <laughs> all right now. Woo Extra
0: echo. Oh yeah. With the dub. All
1: right, there we go. Awesome. You're
4: just so
0: awesome.
1: <laughs> just Any, yeah, so the whole point was that I was like, whoa, if you're this powerful, (laughs) if you're this... Because Big Rube actually hit them up and said, hey... Help. Like, can you let me know the exact date this album's coming out? Because (laughs) I feel like that's going to be another 4.6 situation where Uh you shut... Jay had a history of shutting businesses down, and they were like, yes, the album comes out and da-da-da-da-da, and they just had like... A
4: A fire sale. (laughs) Yes,
1: they literally had a fire sale... And then, of course, the shirts went down for a spell, yeah. and then everyone's buying button ups. I was like, "Wow, if you had the power to do that, I was like, if you went to college, everybody would follow suit and go to college." So I was like, "I thought he was gonna get him to teach a class. He needs to teach
0: motherfuckers how he did these
1: uh, things." I mean, yeah, but I, you know, I, I was, I, I had hope for
3: us, so. <laughs> A, sh- a shirt is an well, easier. Left. <laughs>
4: <my dad."> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a shirt
3: and college are two different. Shirt t- is a <laughs> boom. Go to Ross's, twenty bucks. I got a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jay Z. Yeah. yeah I'm the right. Yeah. You tell me, I gotta fill out a FAFSA. Like, yeah, like, what? Yeah, what? Else. I gotta stay in a room with a stranger? Oh, I don't know. I don't know, hove. <laughs> I still got hope, man.
2: I still got hope. Do you remember your first, like, um, the first time you got on stage and did comedy? Like, what yeah. was that first time? Where, where was it? What was it? Like? It
3: was in uh at SIU in the student center. At the, it's called the Big Muddy Room. Okay. They had open mics. Uh, did you
2: put that? Uh, was that uh, footage of that at the end I feel like I saw you put it online or something oh so was maybe it was at the beginning
3: of Miami Nights. Oh, that's what yeah. it was I was like I, I feel like so yeah. that was the performance that, was that the wasn't time? it that was some. that was Around something that in time. the first year or so but okay. that wasn't the first one I but lost that the was where that was the setting. That, was, that was the same place okay gotcha that show it was an open mic and I went the month before my homeboy Chidi was performing at the, the same open mic and I just kind of I was watching folks and it just kind of it demystified stand up for me because before that, I was seeing everything televised where people's was polished, killing it. And so then that showed me that, oh, I could try this and it's low stakes. If it goes cool, it goes cool. If it don't, it don't. And so then I, I wrote some stuff and went back the next month and tried it and it went all right, but it was enough to kind of, you know, to, to keep me going. I remember my leg just shaking afterwards, like, oh, shit. <laughs> Were you
1: generally known as the funny guy in the crew, or were you the class clown, or like were you generally known as funny, or were you just observational humor guy?
3: It depends. And sometimes I, you know, in, the, in in the right group, I would be funny and, and over the top or, or roasting and, and and what. But some people, if you asked me, oh no, he quiet, he seemed. He, I don't know, I thought he was quiet because like, we probably weren't that cool. But <laughs> 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 but the folks that knew, you know, thought I was thought I was funny and. uh but, yeah, after that, I caught the bug and was just really locked in. Um, just uh, appreciated that feeling. And and being on campus, too, I, that was the cool thing about doing it in a college setting was that it was this, this bubble on its own. So, mm-hmm. you know, after my first show, or, it was another show that I did on campus. Actually, Lil Rail was on that show and uh, Wildcat, uh, Two-Face and Shady, It was you know, they, they were bringing down comics from uh, Comic View and I... Uh, Kevin from Triple Team Promotions let me get a spot, even though I only had my only experience was one open mic before that, and so I did my set, walked out to actually "All I Need" by Jay Z, and uh, and it went cool. And then the next day after that, because it's a college campus, you run into folks like "Yeah, you did stand up." well and so it was cool to do it in that that setting and and. It also, it was easy to relate because you could do, oh, uh, the lunch, the, the cafeteria food, yeah. campus security, what's up? with You know, you had all right. this, this stuff because you talking to other 18 to 22-year-olds that's living in the same place. So I think it was a it was a benefit to...
2: Was this a time when you and uh Open My Eagle, because you were his, weren't you his, like, RA or something? He was my RA. Oh, he was
3: your RA. He was my RA, oh, That yeah. sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, Mike was my RA. He actually put me on to... uh once I, I showed him, it was I went up to this place, uh, Jukebox Comedy Club. I drove up there to do a, a guest spot and perform. And I had a VHS tape of my set, and I was hyped about it. And then I, I went up to his room and showed him the tape. And that was back. it's VHS, so you it wasn't just you sent a link. It was just like, mm-hmm. I did this. Let's watch it.
4: <laughs> <laughs> let's go to the click together. <laughs>
3: well, let's watch the shit I did. <laughs> you just look. <laughs> And okay. so uh, he he, from there, he sent me some, like um, the the audio from Dave Chappelle, killing them softly. softly. just yeah. the audio from it, some Hedberg stuff. about the killing them softly, that's when I heard when he did the, the chip. Dave, I'm gonna write some that bit.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: and, uh, and I knew it was a bad idea. But I was high. I tried to tell him it was a bad idea, but all that came out was "Shit, sometimes you gotta race, nigga." I don't know. I just, <laughs> and that was I rewound. I rewound. Cause I just thought it was the timing and delivery on that was so crazy. I rewound that so many times. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. I want when crafting. Well, wait. When I come back, I want to talk about the 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 crafting of a show. Yeah. But we're going to take a break for the you know pause for the cost
0: alright you yeah. All right, y'all.
6: their downfall was swift and brutal. With exclusive interviews from frontman Fab Morvan and his producers Frank Varian and Ingrid Segui, this podcast takes a fresh look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Follow Blame It on the Fame wherever you get your podcasts.
5: You can listen to Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus.
2: AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything AT&T. All
1: right, so we're back with our guest, uh, Hannibal Burris. <laughs> and we'll, what uh, love story. What's yes, I'm being professional. <laughs> oh, it's called is, commercial break. I don't know if it's the first time it's ever it happened. Yeah, yeah. None of us yet. knew. It. I heard, overheard I a conversation. We take commercial breaks now. Oh, okay. right, did uh, Well, didn't you know, know. we okay, got to pay, pay the bills, so it's best to be... You know, yeah. professional. Yeah, okay. it only took us six years. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I, okay. Cool. So yeah, when I first got my drum machine, yeah, the first thing I did was which one? Like, well, when I got an sb twelve hundred. Oh wow! Okay. I would I remade the entire low end theory. <laughs> I challenged myself to make uh, at least side one of Nation of Millions. Like, you got to practice other people's beats, and then. Dylan would do the same. All those uh, Pete Rock interludes, he would redo them shits and then try to figure out how to do it his version. Right. So for a comedian, though, like, I know, like, you know, Eddie Murphy would say, like, yeah, I I just take Richard Pryor's record and remix Mm -hmm. his things for people that didn't hear it in my school or whatever. But for you, how does that work? Like, what are the ingredients that you're – taken from. So you're saying that Killing Me Softly from Chappelle was a seminal
3: moment for you where you just studied the... Just that bit. I like that just as a as a fan. Um, as far as creating my stuff, I don't know. Uh, I just watched a lot of folks. I didn't... I think early on, a lot of folks, oh, you, you sort of like Mitch Hedberg, but Mike played me Mitch Hedberg based on what I had just played him from that from that show, and he put me on to Mitch Hedberg. So maybe I absorb. I'm sure, you know, just through osmosis, you might sound like folks sometimes, um, and you just try to, you know, find your own and be be as true to your your shit as you can. But you know, we. Well, I definitely you know. feel like Hedberg's observational road mm-hmm.
1: that has been long vacant, and you know. Somebody has to walk that path. Is that how comedians look at things? Like, okay, well, this guy's the singing comedian, and this guy's the, you know, the the family storyteller, and this person's the, you know, the, gotta have, to have a lane. The street comedian. Yeah. like, is
3: is that are, are they compartmentalized like that? Or it wasn't it wasn't that calculated at that time. It was just really just trying to get better, just try to you know. Just have your your seven, not bomb. Really, was, that was just the well. thing. because just <laughs> not? just how to do a. So, good do you set.
0: remember what was the first the first joke that you wrote that hit?
3: The first one that I that uh that hit, it was one. I talked about how people just have just all these different ways to call you dark skin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like damn, you black as hell. You so black. If you you uh, lay on, lay on, If you stand by the wall, it's a cave. If you lay on the ground, it's a hole. You so black, you purple, African. Like it was just kind of a run of just all these. Why things. is that
1: everyone's entry into the comedy world? Because even Chris Rock said he had a good three minutes about Miles Davis being black, and that's what <laughs> that's what made Eddie Murphy invited him to you
3: know Beverly Hills Cop. Like it's almost like that's a. Entry point. Yeah, it was just you. Just think about. I mean, yeah, you just you know repeat things that people yeah. said to you, like that, that you didn't understand why they Hayes said it. Blackness <laughs> is
2: the birthplace of this Yeah, that's
3: America. What? Why am I an African booty scratcher? Right, man. <laughs> I'm, right. Just <laughs> <laughs> I'm just existing. African booty scratcher. What? I'm ten. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Lame boys in the hood. Uh, so. Okay, when you're crafting, Mm -hmm. don't speak from your professional mind now, but back then when you're crafting, like pre roots, you know, there's a point where you your eyes are open, you suddenly realize like what a hook is, you know, what makes what makes things work on an audience. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately it took me to the pandemic to really learn how to make a song. What? Hmm? Really? Yes. Because you didn't finish college, so what do you expect? (laughs) (laughs) we've had records we've gotten lucky but i never knew the science of songwriting or what makes a song work like what makes it effective and what makes it non-effective and it wasn't until the pandemic in which i'm literally stuck five hours every day going through every song to know Oh, okay, this is why, this. I don't know why, I just never studied the science of... You knew it, you just No, I didn't, because the thing is, is like, we would never write songs. We would never demo a song. We just jam and sound check. Oh, that sounds dope. You know, like, next movement was made like in a a sound check in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, record the tape real quick. And we did it for like two minutes, and then came back and did that jam. But I didn't realize... You got me with scientific. That's because Scott Storch, not black roots. <laughs> right. You got me. No, no, no. no but I'm I'm Shit. just saying that, you know. All right, when uh, when um when the Motorola two two way pages came out, oh, that's yeah. when I realized if like you can program it on a two way. That's that's a hit. Like, what? It, yeah. Because nah. you need a part to whistle. Like all right, Prince is delirious. You know. <laughs> do, 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 do. Uh. We never had a what's the do, 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 of the next movement. There's, bum, 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 that's bum, background bum, vocals. See, but that's I mean, background vocals. That's for vocals. me. That's right, the, right, you know right. right. I mean, no, you're but right. I, you're but right. I feel what you're saying, though. Yeah, I, yeah. I get it. Like, Prince is the master of, he'll do the intricate shit that interests, like, all the music nerds, yeah. but he'll have the... Layman's term thing. Yeah. Right, I don't want to say the idiot factor or whatever, like, the, <laughs> the common man's thing that attracts them to it. And Regular that's, folks. Yes. Yeah, pop songs, are you got to have that sticky part that people remember, and then you window dress it with...
0: Did you know this? With Amir speaking. But, but, I,
3: I get what he's talking about. I, I'm just shocked I'm to hear that he. it. Right, yeah. I didn't know how to format
1: songs or any of that stuff until two years ago. For you, though, did you know the science of comedy or was it just like, I'm going to go out here and just say what I feel and then. Or do you learn when you bomb? Like, when's the first yeah. time
3: you bombed? First time really bombed? There was a show. In in Carbondale, that it was a it was an Apollo style show with multiple disciplines, so music, dance, poetry, comedy, and it wasn't produced well. There was no microphone, and so I was kind of just up there talking. No stage. A friend of mine at the time was actually the so-called Sandman, and I was trying to I was. Somebody interrupted me, and I didn't know how to handle that at the time or control the room. And I'm up there with no mic. And then, so then he starts vamping towards the stage. And so then they start getting more hyped.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: And then they booing. Yeah. And then he just, you know, Sandman traditionally dances you off stage. Mm-hmm. For some reason, he picked me up and oh. threw me over his shoulder. Oh, hey, your Warren.
0: friend, your friend. This
3: is- yeah, we were in the same performance <laughs> right, group. Yeah. Right, right. He
1: wanted to make his <laughs> was big friends funny. after this. Yeah. Like-
3: yeah, And so then, <laughs> and I actually had somebody. I got the footage of it. It's, I'm like looking into the camera, like
0: stop the tape, <laughs> stop the tape.
3: But that one, that one was that was a rough one right there. But uh, yeah, it's uh, I think I learned. You just it's trial and error, and you see kind of what people connect with more so i think the first two bits that were really that kind of really connected with people in a in a in a different way than the others were talking about kicking pigeons and <laughs> flicking pickle juice we're the ones <laughs> and I think that's also this premise choice too is just you know speaking of comedians
1: <laughs> how's up
0: that, man <laughs> that's hilarious what you? the, the <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he hey, oh no we're <laughs> just going
4: to <the> <laughs> oh, okay. don't worry yeah, about it yeah, yeah, don't worry yeah, about yeah. it uh,
1: <laughs> so how are you sir how are you buddy good to good. All right. Great to see. You. How's it go? I heard it's not going that good. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I <heard it's> subpar. <laughs> yeah. Just figuring it out, you know. Okay. Right. Yeah. Right. Wait, Jeez. when was the last time this happened when uh when no, Patamkin? <laughs> <yeah. laughs> no, when, when we Mandy ex- Patamkin ex-
0: walked in. Oh, Mandy Patigan. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Maybe you want to take one of your famous commercial breaks now,
0: man. <laughs> <laughs> no, Farrell is so hot and tall. And now Get back out to Quest Love Supreme. Yeah. Get me out of here. Get me out of here, please.
1: And that's where we're going to end part one. This is Unpaid Bill from Team Supreme. We had such a good time with Hannibal Burris in Hollywood. I mean, come on, who brings a harmonica to the gig? felt so good to be back in the studio with my QLS family, and it'll be so good when we give you the rest of this interview next week. In the meantime, Hannibal's playing his biggest hometown show in Chicago on November 2nd at the Chicago Theater. If you're anywhere nearby, please
4: check it out.
2: Thank you for listening
1: to Questlove Supreme. This
2: podcast is hosted by Amir Questlove Thompson, Big Boss Man, Laia St. Clair, So Blackity Black, myself, Fontigolo Fonte Coleman, Sugar Steve Mandel, and Unpaid Bill Sherman. The executive producers are Amir Questlove Thompson, Sean G., and the unbothered Brian Calhoun. Produced by Brittany Benjamin, my dog, Cousin Jake Payne, my motherfucking man, and Laia St. Clair, my work wife. Edited by Alex Conroy. Produced for iHeart by Noel Brown and Mike Johns. Audio engineering by Graham Gibson, aka Double G at iHeart's LA Studio. Thank you for tuning in. Check us out next week.
3: What's
1: Love Supreme is a production of iHeart Radio.